Professor Alan Rugman, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Judge Business School podcast series today, the CBAM Distinguished Lecture 2009. Uh, you've just heard uh, Professor Alan Verbeke talk about his new book and trying to shoot down the theories that business gurus have traditionally taught. What's your take on it? Well, I think uh, Alan Rebecca's book is really uh, a work of genius. It's a, uh, I, I sum up the book by saying he's developed um, an analytical framework uh, to understand business. Now, it so happens that he analyzes multinational business, multinational enterprises, but the uh, outcome of that book is so important because it actually re it causes us to rethink uh, basic strategic management. Let me just put it another way very quickly. The main theories of strategic management were developed mainly in the United States. The United States is a wonderful country. It's a very large country. What it means is those theories of strategic management don't work anywhere else in the world because every other country is smaller. So firms in smaller countries need to adapt that thinking. And what Alan has managed to do in the book is to show that uh, business people in smaller economies, including in the UK in this, uh, have to uh, access larger markets. So, so today in the UK, it depends how we do business with the rest of, the rest of Europe. Uh, and yet so much of the media and so much of our um, colleagues in academic life talk about there being a global business. I mean, there's no such thing as global business strategy. Strategy is always very firm-specific, and firms develop in their home countries. We are subject to external changes at a huge rate of progress now because of the so-called globalised world, new media, information passing very quickly between continents. Do you think perhaps uh, Professor Verbeke's theories are of their time or are timely because we are in a new globalised environment and it was time to review guru thinking? Uh, Yes, I do. So I think, Bonnie, that you've hit the nail on the head in the sense that... uh, Today, after the international financial crisis, uh, we have to fundamentally rethink how business strategy is conceived and undertaken. So what Alan has done is to say that business strategy uh, from day one has to take account of international factors. And those international factors uh, have to be analyzed in relationship to those uh, operating in your home country. So very simply, there's a a dyad. You have to look at your home country factors and then the factors where you're doing business abroad. And then he subdivides these into the the country-level factors, the extent to which the political environment's important, culture is important, uh, the degree of regulation, and so on. And then you have to analyze the same factors in another country or another region of the world. Now, actually, that's very difficult. I mean, getting information, getting good intelligence about where to do business has a cost. You've always believed in the importance of the regional firm rather than the global firm. Yes, that's correct, Bonnie. And I got at this by looking at the data the firms provide themselves. Each company in the Fortune Global 500, these are the world's 500 largest firms, 
they'll have sales over about $15 billion, have to report uh, on their performance in their annual reports in order to uh, issue stock and so on. So there has to be disclosure. Starting about 10 years ago, these firms were required to report the broad geographic region of their sales and assets, so how much they sell in Europe and North America and Asia Pacific and so on. I've studied those 500 firms over the last 10 years, and they average 77% of their sales in their home region, which means they're not global firms, but they're really regional firms. All of these firms have a lot of international sales and assets, but they're mainly in their neighboring countries. This means that geography matters. So in strategic management, we've often had a lot of simplistic theory that you could follow a global strategy, take your brand globally, have a standardization, you know, get scale globally. The firms aren't doing that. The firms are telling us there's tremendous costs in getting outside of your home region to another one. So are you saying that in terms of what Professor Alain Verbecki has written, that you're not surprised by the fact he's shooting down, if you like, through these seven theories, what the business gurus are saying? That's exactly right. I think that Alan Rebecca's uh, framework is brilliant because it shows that um, if you have a, a simple global strategy, it's doomed to failure. Uh, I find that only nine of the world's 500 largest firms actually operate globally by having a significant market presence in each region of the triad, defined as 20% of sales. Only nine firms are doing that. Instead, most of the firms... Uh, have close to 80% of their sales in the home region. Even the world's biggest firm, Walmart, it has about 20% international sales. Most of those are in Canada and Mexico. It has a trivial amount of sales in Asia and Europe, which tells us that the business model of Walmart is a North American one. You need a lot of land, you need a big parking lot, you need some IT so that the uh, key suppliers like Procter & Gamble can bring their stuff in. It doesn't work in Germany. It doesn't even work very well here in the UK uh, because of the land costs. Uh, it's a very simple point, but firms are very location-bound. It's very difficult for them to jump into another region. So we come back to these question at the beginning. Uh, pro- uh, um that Professor Babeke's theories are timely in, in the sense that they're bringing back to business theory what business theory knows in that localism and regionalism is important and this thing called globalisation might have just taken us a bit too far. Yes, I think that's right. That we, we really have to uh, deconstruct globalisation now. Uh, most businesses are telling us they're operating locally in their home countries or at best in their home regions are not global. And this means that um, when we have uh, policies and we're thinking about what multinationals are doing, when we have NGOs concerned about the power of multinationals, they shouldn't be worried about the World Trade Organization or multilateral uh, institutions. What matters are regional institutions, you know, the EU, NAFTA. What is going to emerge in Asia eventually is a kind of regional trade and investment agreement. But the days of there being sort of a um, worldwide set of institutions with common standards is immaterial. 
the businesses themselves are operating on a regional basis. So, so in fact, as the, the dinner ends, what, what we know is uh, Professor Verbucki is of his time. That's exactly right. OK, thank I you agree. very much indeed for talking with the Judge Business School podcast series today. Thank you, Bonnie.